0: Warning. Warning.
1: This podcast contains spoilers for the Mega Man X and Mega Man Zero series. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host this week, Dustin Watts. Joey is once again absent due to, well, this not being a subject he's readily familiar with. And once again, we'll be talking about Mega Man, though this time we've moved on to the next series in the line, which is the Mega Man X series. Though if we have time, we may also cover the Mega Man Zero series, which is the next series after that. Kind of, sort of. And the Mega Man has a, kind of a weird timeline, but we'll we'll get to that maybe. <laughs> once again, joining me in the on this in this lovely discussion is. Arthur, also known as Gomer the ranting thespian. Hi hey guys. And Ash Paulson. Hi. Hi. Right. Uh, anything y'all want to talk about before we get into the games, or should we just start?
2: Um. <laughs> no, I guess. No, I guess. I'm just starting with the first Mega Man X. I, I will preface it with. Uh, The fact that X is, as I said before, my favorite character from anything ever. So take everything I say with a grain of salt because I might be just a bit uh, biased, as it were. Yeah.
1: So, well, Um, let's get started with the the with the first Mega Man game on the Super NES, and it's kind of a changing point in the series, if you will. Mega Man X, first
0: game that actually has. Upgradable equipment. Uh, well, I guess if you count his armor, you know the leg armor and arm armor, which sounds a little redundant to me. You know, as equipment, you know, to his whole body. Then, you know, yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Well, uh, <clears throat> Inafune or K.G. Inafune, the creator of the Mega Man series, said that the inspiration for that was the fact that at the time. Uh, RPGs were uh, really very popular. Uh, The idea of upgrading your characters and and becoming stronger over time. So he wanted to incorporate that element into his new Mega man series. And uh, that's where the armor upgrades came about.
0: Yeah, and I think he pulled it off rather well. I do too.
2: I mean, it's it's also extremely rewarding even now to go back and have, you know, X is, is basically a walking war machine by the end of the game. It's you know, especially especially <laughs> in later games, you would get in, unbelievable upgrades and just ridiculous power, like a one man army.
0: Oh yes, yeah. definitely.
2: And oh. Uh, oh. I have so so many fond memories of the original Mega Man X. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. I the, back, back when you were younger, those stages seemed so much bigger and so much you know like harder to explore everything. And I remember my best friend at the time and I would just sit around like we would lose summers to that game just trying to find every last heart tank every last sub tank armor upgrade <laughs> i mean it was so it seems like easy now but the back, back in those days never you'd find a new hidden passage it was like the biggest deal
0: oh definitely
2: and there was no internet uh, to tell you that you know where, where everything was either
0: uh, definitely- i mean and for the longest time i had no idea what yeah I don't know how many people know this, but in Flame Mammoth stage, you can actually get the X Buster upgrade before you beat Vile and everything. And uh,
1: actually, I, actually, actually, uh, I'd like to interject a little something here. Is actually, you, that was the only way to get the Buster upgrade in the PC version.
2: Oh really? Yeah. They,
1: yeah. There was ah. no. There was no way to get it from what you're about to mention, which I'll which I will segue back to you then.
0: Okay. In Flame Mammoth Stage, there's, like, this spot that has, like, these breakable blocks or whatever, and without the X-Buster upgrade, it's hard to get up there. But I had it at the time, so it's like, hmm, take the powered-up shotgun ice, ride that thing over there, get up there, and I noticed there was no room. Apparently, that's where the X-Buster upgrade is supposed to be, and I didn't find this out until much later.
2: That's funny, because that, that speaks... In... Oh, sorry, go
0: ahead. It's a pain in the ass to get before getting the X-Buster upgrade, but when you get it, you come down and it's pretty much worth it.
2: No, it is. What's funny is that that really speaks to how many different gameplay experiences the original Mega Man X uh, supported. I mean, you know, I actually had the opposite experience. I didn't know that you would get it from Zero anyway um, if if you didn't get it. Uh, Because I I would always get it from from Flame Mammoth Stage, because I found it originally that way. So, for the longest time, I didn't. I thought you'd just go through the game without it if you never got it in Flame Mammoth Stage and so yeah. you and I had the exact opposite experiences and you know once you have it's, it's tough to get up there if you if you time that jump just right once you get the uh the helmet and the uh dash upgrade then you can get up there But it's tough mm-hmm. um very much I've, so
1: never actually had a problem getting up there but uh, maybe that's just me uh once once I I've I've actually played both PC and the SNES version and despite what you think there are there are actually quite a few differences in the game like uh yeah. For instance, the the only ride armor in the game is vials. That's it.
2: Oh, okay. <whistles> Fair enough. It. I didn't know that.
1: Um, Me neither. It was also the first Mega Man game that that used save files instead of passwords. Right. Which mm-hmm. was nice. Yeah. Um, it was easy. It had a cheat where you could get get all the items on the pause screen
2: if you were <laughs> so. Oh, nice. Fine. Okay.
1: It was actually a little harder because, well, enemies took less damage, which kind of sucked.
2: Wait, but did I... they took less damage or more damage?
1: They took less damage.
2: Oh, less damage, as in you? Okay, that's me. They. Yeah. Oh. Okay.
1: Oh. Uh, Seer. So um. And I mean, having played the two, the everything's kind of placed a little differently. Well, at least enemy wise, which is kind of which is kind of weird if you kinda of go back between the two.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I and, remember in Storm Eagle stage, I uh, one of the coolest moments for me was my my friend and I could never find that damn heart tank in that stage. We we we, we searched high and low and, and finally I one day I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna try dash jumping off the off the left of the first elevator just to see what happens. And see if I can make it on top of that weird building at the beginning of the stage. And I did. And I found the heart tank. And it was just, it was that was one of those classic childhood gaming moments that you would really only have if you grew up during the 8 and 16 bit days oh yeah like,
1: yes you know like, hey look i found hey this
0: is neat yeah I like think i had like, a similar i think i had a similar moment in a uh, chill penguin stage finding the heart oh, tank there because right it's one of those it's not in the open you just bust up in one of those um um enemy mish- generators or whatever and there you
2: go yeah no, that's true. It's, it's, I mean, that, that's fantastic game design right there. I mean, later X, X games wouldn't have quite that that uh, level of exploration, in my opinion, but the, um, just X1 is, is so memorable for so many reasons. And, and I mean, it also had, it, it brought the, it, it ratcheted up the story a bit, you know, made it kind of darker, a little more brooding, and, and, uh, and introduced a fairly interesting villain who, who started off interesting and who would become less interesting as, as the series wore on, but, yeah. Um, I mean, and also, we should before we move on, we should probably mention the soundtrack, which is one of the best sixteen-bit soundtracks I, I think ever.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> one of the uh, one of my favorite songs in the game is uh, the uh, Sigma's Fortress Two, the level after Zero dies uh, uh, for the first time, I should say. And yeah. just I, I love how you know the sun, like as you progress through the stage, the sun keeps rising, and it's got that really melancholy uh, but upbeat kind of focused tune playing in the background. It's a great stage
0: yeah my personal favorite out of all of them i would have to say i'd have to say the first sigma battle song okay it, it just hardly any way to describe it as far as my feelings for it i just i just think it's awesome <laughs> yeah it's just great oh
1: i'm i'm gonna have to go with uh, storm eagle stage i always like that one
0: that's, that's a great song too yeah it's another one of those cases where it's like, all the songs are great, but most of the time I have a problem picking out a favorite or whatever. This one is actually one of those rare exceptions where it's like, yeah, that music right there. Boom.
1: Right. Oh, and we also, without leaving X, we also have to mention the remake that came out recently on the PSP. The...
2: Yes, Maverick Hunter X. Which I thought was incredibly well handled.
0: Yeah. I have, I admit, I have not played it. I've seen it. And I actually got to watch the little uh, video that they had with it.
2: The Dave of you know, I think it
0: was yes. And yeah. I thought that one was really well done too.
2: It was. I mean, I, I really wished it sold better because Unifone had planned to remake the entire series, and um, and Maverick Hunter X really. I mean, it, it really expanded the story. It really kind of shed some some light on some of the finer points of the story. And it really, I I, I liked that it. It, it kind of brought it back to. Kind of brought everything back to X. It kind of refocused the story on X because obviously, as the series wears on, the focus gets more and more on Zero for obvious yeah. reasons. But but I, I did like that it, it came back and really focused on on what's going on in X's mind throughout, throughout the entire story, and really mm-hmm. it kind of shed the spotlight back on him. Um, and I yeah. just thought it was well done. The the music was remixed really well. The the look great. It was just it was great. The vo- even the voice acting was good. Yeah. <clears throat> It was just something rare in a, in a Mega Man game. Good voice Yeah, actor. I know. Wow. Well, <laughs> all the X games handled by the Ocean Group. I found they they use the same pool of actors. You got uh, like Mark Ga- Mark Gatha as X and Lucas Gilbert as Zero, and uh, they really really nail the characters perfectly in my opinion. And they did Maverick Hunter X. They did X Eight, and they did Command Mission.
1: Oh, another thing we should mention about uh, Maverick Hunter X is that you could play as Vile.
2: Right, mm-hmm.
1: which was an yeah. interesting little twist for you. You could actually play as the play as what became one of these became one of the, one of one the, the uh, yeah. recurring enemies.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty neat. It was a it was a kind of unwieldy. It was it was tough to play as him um, because he was just he was more of a tactical character than anything. It wasn't a pure power character like X, but he was he was he definitely kind of uh, lended a new experience to the game. It was pretty neat.
0: Oh yeah.
2: But, uh, and and who, who can forget that, uh, cliffhanger ending at the end of, uh, Mega Man X1? That was what we you know, one of the first, you yeah, I was like, I think, I don't remember when I discovered it, but I just left my Super NES on for a while one day after beating X, and, and of course that little message from Sigma pops on and on the TV screen. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Dun, dun, dun like,
2: uh, There is going to be uh, another one. Yeah. So that was pretty I, neat. And of course I was excited for X2 right from that very moment. Yeah.
0: Now, the time I actually first beaten it, they had already come out at by. Bleh, I'm not being able to speak right today. They had already come out with at least X3 by the time I beat X1, so it's like oh, I got good, to see nice. that a, from a different angle. So it's like, huh, you know, good lead into the second game if I had actually played it when it first came out. Oh you know, uh, yeah. See, so yeah, unfortunately, too.
2: I had to wait the year, year, or year and a half between each game.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, always a pain.
2: Yes, it is. But I guess that's a good a time as any to go on to Mega Man X2. Indeed, oh,
1: indeed. indeed. Uh, well, X2,
2: eight... I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: Mm. I remember one of the more memorable things about X2 is that you could actually get the parts put Zero back together.
2: <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, it, you, it would basically just let you not fight him at the end, which wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's true. Mm-hmm
0: and i remember hearing a rumor about i obviously wasn't had I, I had not played x2 until much later to after all these rumors have dissipated but i remember hearing somebody saying that i think if it was Sergi's or whoever was like some sort of reincarnation of dr wiley or whatever
2: they, and, they made it seem that way um yeah. because of, of some of the things that that uh he says during the course of the story uh, I know yeah. Inafune's official stance on it was that he's he's kind of taken a, you know, well, it's your decision kind of thing. He's like, you know, I love it when my fans speculate about, you know, my intentions with the, with the story. And, and, you know, if you think he is, then he is. If you yeah. don't, then he doesn't have to be. But, but you know, there's obviously something there. So, you know, draw your own conclusions.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a really good way to go. Yeah. At yeah. least at some points.
2: <laughs> should, I, I just wish they, I mean, if, if it is true and, you know, it, it very well could be, I, I wish they could... They could have shed a little more light on that, just because it's not the first time, or it's not the only time it happens in the series. First is with Sergius and, and X2, and then again with Isaac and, and X6. So <laughs> it would seem like, you know, Wily's spirit would be, is able to jump around. I don't know if it's time traveling. I don't know if he's just, you know, <laughs> a disembodied yeah. spirit or what. But
1: maybe he's a you know, maybe he's a part of the Maverick virus.
2: I mean, oh, it's that's possible. always possible. I mean, yeah, I just we'll never find out, sadly, and and I think it's a pretty fascinating thing to find out. I mean, it's it's especially with X five and X six coming so close to actually revealing him, and in, in, in the capacity that he's in, and I just wish we'd found out more about that. Oh yeah. Oh, well. But <sighs> uh, X two, I don't know. Like I, it's not my favorite. It's not. I don't dislike it, but it's not my favorite. I think the music took a definite dive. Um, they they used some different audio hardware, and it just has had a more tinny kind of, I don't know cheaper sound to me.
0: Yeah, it's not too awful memorable to me. And this is this is the big music guy here. Yeah. When it comes to Mega Man games. It's not too memorable. I do have a favorite out of it. I kinda like Wheel Gator's music.
2: Really? That's funny. That's this. like one of my least favorites. <laughs>
0: that's funny. So so we kinda disagree on that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I think if I had to uh pick a favorite, that uh, might be Wire Sponge. I do I do like that stage's uh, music. Yeah. I also like Overdrive Ostrich. Probably Wire Sponge overall. Oh, you know, what, what, am, I, what am I thinking? No, Crystal Snail. I love that song. Ah. Yeah, I, I've always liked that song. I don't
1: really have an opinion on the music of X2, so I'll take a I'll take a pass on this
2: one. Oh, okay. Well, um, I don't know. The, the game itself, it was good, but I don't think it was as good as X1. Um, but it wasn't bad by any means. Oh, no. Um, you know, I, but I did think it was a little it was a little less creative the next one uh, although the the buster upgrade for, uh, for x's double buster is pretty cool oh yeah. i did like that um, and i did
0: like the fact that they changed up the dash upgrade too yeah like, you I like that dash and you started start with from it the too. beginning and then when you yeah. get the upgrade i think it was this one you could just dash in midair
2: yeah you can just dash in midair right yeah because oh, i know
0: there was that one and then there was one where you could dash upwards as well
2: I yeah that, that was like, next three
1: yeah which you think we'd be going to next but you'd be wrong Right. We're actually taking a little. We're taking a little side trail here into the Game Boy games, Game Boy Color, actually, with uh, yeah. Mega Man Extreme,
2: which is ah yes. <laughs> right. What, what does chronologically take place between X2 and X3, though? Not many people know it.
0: Yeah, that is true. <laughs>
2: um, oh. It was. I guess it was. You know, it was what it was. It was. You know, Capcom's kind of penchant for for re- resurrecting the games on Game Boy.
0: Yeah, it was sort of to me as far as bosses go it seemed to kind of follow the formula for the rockman world games from the original series yeah where they would take like some bosses from the first one some bosses from the second one yeah which i which i kind of liked and it's always interesting to see how certain weapons would work against certain other bosses in right games that you normally wouldn't be able to play i also like the fact that they did they i guess they did okay with the music in Mega Man extreme
1: yeah it was I, all right
0: I do like the fact that you can get upgrades and other things in all of the stages. You get your upgrades in one stage, and then you get, like, a Zero Summon in another stage. Right. Which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. Hardly ever used the Zero Summons, but...
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I thought the game the game was okay. I mean, it, it suffered from one of the worst localizations that Capcom's ever done. Same thing with Extreme 2 when we get there, but uh, it was, had a terrible localization. And, I mean... I guess for, for X being kind of, you know, downsized onto the Game Boy Color, it was all right, but I don't think it was very memorable. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it was what it was. Mm-hmm. And it, it introduced two completely throwaway, or what, th- wait, no, four completely throwaway characters in uh, Techno, Midi, Zane, and Gimel, none of which have ever been heard from again and probably never will be. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it was what it was.
1: And now we... Curve our way back into the main series with Mega Man X3,
2: which is a rare game these days. Even back when they oh, it was yeah. released, it was rare. Same thing with Mega Man Seven; they were both incredibly hard to find, even when they were released. Yeah. And uh, but it was—I I loved X3. It was actually uh, I consider one of the hardest games in the series. I mean, it, it was really punishing.
1: Oh yes. I... This was also one of the first, this was also actually the first game where you could actually play a zero too.
2: Right, um, in a very, very limited fashion, but you could.
1: Yeah. It was in- I
2: think we lost, I think we lost Gomer.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think we did. Hmm.
2: And this All right, is- should we uh, wait for him? Or- oh, there he is. Oh, no there he is. Uh,
1: bring him back up.
0: Okay, so where was I? Oh, yeah. X3 I would found in a local Walmart, and the price tag they had in front of it was like, I think, 10 bucks or 5 bucks or something like wow. that. Something really cheap.
2: Lovely and this games. was about
0: the time where X3 had been originally released anyway. And I told them, you know, hey, X3, you know. I had never played any other Mega Man X game before this, by the way. So I figured, yeah, you know what, X3, cheap enough, why not? Begged my parents to get it, and, well, turns out that somebody had put the game in the wrong spot, and it was meant for X1. Oh, which, nice. Which wasn't too bad. I got a good game, anyways. So I just thought that was a little, little interesting little story on how much Walmart t- sometimes will fail.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to con my parents out of eighty bucks back back in the day because that's what new games cost in the Super NES at the time, 1994, 1995. Mm-hmm. Games got really expensive, and uh, but it was worth it. I mean, X three is, I don't think it's it's beloved, but it's I, I thought it was better than X two. It's definitely one of the hardest games in the series, and and definitely Ooh, a little. Yeah, very hard, and, and definitely deeper than X2 and X1 because you've got not only your normal armor upgrades, but you had uh, an optional additional upgrade, like a like an uh, extra chip that you can install for one of X's four parts, and and uh, but you could only choose one, unless you you uh, did That's the secret where you found the golden armor, which had all four additional upgrades.
1: However, oh, yeah. you had to you had to get none of the other upgrades first.
2: Right. Right. Which yeah, wasn't. I mean, to... you could still get the four regular upgrades. You just couldn't get the. You couldn't get one of the ship upgrades,
0: right? And I think you had to have like all of your heart tanks, all your sub tanks, all of the you ride did. armors. How do you it down? To
2: you had the find. Yeah, there were four ride armors to find. I mean, there was a lot of collectible stuff in that game, which I thought was pretty cool. The stages are huge. You know, the game wasn't easy. I mean, it, it. You felt a huge sense of accomplishment once you finally beat it.
0: Yep, and but... you could even. Uh, determine the outcome of some of the bosses in the Sigma stages.
2: Yeah, fight, depending on whether you fight, take zero it, to fight one mini fight. boss, mm-hmm.
0: and you could also go and fight Vile. And if you beat him, and you beat him with a certain weapon, you could skip his fight in the Fortress and fight somebody else.
2: Exactly. Same with uh, same with Bitten Bite, the Nightmare mm-hmm. Police. If you if you beat them with certain weapons, uh, they, they they don't come back. They explode instead of the teleport out. And uh, one of the best-kept secrets, I thought, was the fact that you can actually, if you play your cards right and you sacrifice zero at the right time, which I think is funny, you can actually uh, get X to use zero saber.
1: Yes. Which Which is very neat. And very
2: cheap. Oh, very. Yeah. (laughs) Very cheap. But it was the best way to beat Kaiser Sigma at the end. I mean, it takes away half his life if you hit him once with it. Yeah. So, I and mean, he was a tough final boss too. I thought I always thought Kaiser Sigma was one of the harder final bosses in his giant battle suit.
0: oh definitely I mean if you can if you can get to a point where you can actually beat him handily without too much trouble, then you've either had a lot of practice you're very, very lucky.
2: <laughs> yeah well what I thought was interesting is that x three kind of started the not 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 trend I want to say but but one of you know, one uh, possibility where Instead of the special weapons, the right special weapons doing more damage, they actually just did they, they did kind of crappy damage but they but they made the pattern easier. They they got they got the bosses stuck yeah. in patterns rather than to, to do a lot of damage. So you're still using the right weapon, but it helps in a different way. Yeah. So yeah. in that way as well, X three was harder. Mm-hmm. And also, um, X three was one of the first Super NES games, as far as I know, to contain swearing in the US version. Uh, not not serious swearing, yeah. Because I of think game, X says "damn."
0: Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> it's like it's like blow people's minds, like oh my! Even though yeah.
2: you know they've had well,
0: well, they, well, their Capcom games have had swearing in you know,
2: them. So it's like, why not Mega Man? <laughs> this is back during Nintendo's, <laughs> Mega Man you know, X, like and... squeaky clean image.
1: Oh, oh, another thing is True. this was. Is... This was actually also the first. This is technically the first Mega Man X game to be released on the PlayStation.
2: Right. Technically. It
1: is. Yep. With the whole
0: remix music and everything.
1: There we go. Yeah. get
2: the US. Until later. And yeah. it had like a little animated intros for each of the bosses. One of, I think, in Bolt Catfish is Gold, uh, sorry, Bolt Catfish is Otto is present from the classic series. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, yep. But uh, well, one thing I do want to mention is that at X two for a second actually started up the whole plot thread with zero being the last of the doctor's creation to torch meaning Dr. Wiley and X3 had yeah. a really kind of uh, extended that brilliantly with the ending that you know you just kind of blew all of our minds back when we were younger back you know one of the last lines in the game is you know X to realize that you know in order to save the world eventually he's gonna have to destroy his friend none of us knew why but that he's yeah. you know, he's gonna have to fight zero and I'm like that's so cool like that's where did that come from and of course that just yeah. made me wait for X4 even more.
1: Which you think we'd be going to, but once again, you'd be wrong. Right. We're going off on the sidetrack once more into Mega Man Extreme 2. Yep. Which was a much better
2: game than the much first. Much better game. Yes. Definitely. Um, it yeah. was also
1: the
0: first... Oh, go ahead. They also had, had the uh, item shop that I think it was introduced in later in the main series, but it was the first and, I think so far, only portable X game to have the shop option.
2: Was there a shop? Things. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, and it was also the, the proper uh, first introduction of Iris, who would later meet a tragic fate in X4. But we see where Iris got her beginnings and how she yep. and Zero met.
1: Even though it came out after. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um... And although I think it was built as a prequel too, I think they, they they took care to build as a prequel to the series, to or at least to X4. So that was pretty neat. And mm-hmm. um, it was yeah, it was a better game than Extreme One, and it was also pretty tough, from what I recall. Um, Very tough. When you were fighting Gareth and Burkana, They were they weren't easy at all.
0: Oh no. I think it was I think it was yeah I think it was brakana that threw out these little balls that would disable one of your either your A or your B button. Yeah. And if you get hit by it, it's like ah
2: yeah and i did like the whole team dynamic i liked that how x went off in one direction to fight berkana and zero went off in the other to fight gareth like i thought it was pretty like you you felt like it would be that you were part of a more epic operation like with x and zero taking care of their own
1: oh yeah this was armor. also this was well i wouldn't say oh no no i was going to say this was the this wasn't the first game to that you could play as x in a full fashion because it came later but we'll get back to that a little bit we'll get back to that and,
2: Wait, play as excellent. Yeah. Oh, I mean, play zero. You mean
1: play as zero in a full fashion. Yeah,
2: but yeah, yeah. this takes would, yeah.
1: But this since is a prequel, and my brain got scrambled for a second. Oh, right. P- pardon me on that.
2: Yeah. Oh, no worries. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a much better game. Although I do I, I want to mention that it had one of the funniest mistranslations I've ever come across in in any game ever, which was that the Reploid Research Laboratory, uh, which was important to the story, uh, became the Reploid Research Lavatory. <laughs> in <the US> <laughs> which is unbelievable that that actually that actually got by
0: all their so, all their wait. research is done bathroom
2: yeah exactly uh, why would a robot need a bathroom yeah i know right i don't <laughs> uh, one thing i, I remember the... mention... oh go ahead
0: yeah um i wanted to mention the uh, boss attack i think it was also at least a little present in the first one, but it was a lot better in the second one, definitely, because not only could you fight all of the bosses from uh, Extreme 2, but you could also go back and fight the ones from the first Extreme game. Yeah, I remember I thought that. Was that. was a nice cool.
2: touch. Yeah. And, uh, I spent, and even for a Game Boy Color side story, uh, it would actually later be, the, the events, the solar racing events of this game would actually later be referenced in X6, which I thought was pretty, pretty cool, because even you know, such a, a small side story such as this one has its you know, story referenced in a later X game. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Very cool.
2: But, uh, shall we move on?
1: Indeed. Now we're getting to... Now we're getting into the the proper PlayStation games. The ones that were released exclusively on the PlayStation. Mega Man Mm X4.
2: Which is personally Uh my favorite game in the series.
1: Yeah, this is pretty much considered by most to be the best
2: game in the series so far.
1: Which is kind of it' just, it
2: did it did everything right, I thought. I mean, except for the, the crappy voice acting, but that was back when no games had, had good localization, so I, I can forgive that. Yeah. This was yeah. A, Although this I was do a...
0: have to admit the only the only thing I didn't like about the voice acting overall was the fact that
1: X sounded like a girl.
2: Well that's what I mean. The voice acting is terrible. I mean, X X sounded awful. This but... is yeah.
1: This is the era yeah. of
2: Don't open that door you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, the voice point. acting was awful, and it's a shame, but I can also forgive it only because that this is a back when no games were getting good localizations.
1: No one gave a so, that is true.
2: But no, I agree, the voice acting was terrible, especially for X, because they got the same girl for who did Mega Man to do X. But other than that, I mean, I thought X4 did everything right. I mean, to me, this is like the last time that I felt that, the, that Capcom truly enjoyed making the games. Because after that, it just felt like they had become kind of a chore for them. Because this yeah. felt like everything was just refined and tight. They really enjoyed hiding away the secrets and heart tanks. And you had two different arm upgrades for X. And of course, you could play Zero for the first time in a mm-hmm. full fashion. And I mean, it had it had a, a good story, an inspired story. The music yeah. was wonderful.
0: and oh, what yes. I probably
2: my favorite song in the entire series actually is in this game, which is uh, X's theme from Sky Lagoon. The very beginning. Yeah, of the that
0: game. is a very good theme.
2: That's my problem. my I, fa- I consider that to be like X's theme, or oh, like character theme, and then that's like that's my favorite song in the entire series, probably.
0: Yeah, very very good song. I will admit the PlayStation games X four through X six in particular, I have not had much experience with, and I've had no experience with X seven or X eight. So, oh, you're not missing well the...
2: X seven. You're not missing much. Uh, yeah,
0: so for X seven and X eight, I'm I've only only going to be able to go with what I've seen and heard, okay. but. I do have the Mega Man X collection, so I have been able to play and beat X4 through X6. Okay. And I have to say, X4, for me, it is still really tough as nails.
2: It's, it's not an easy game by any means. Oh, no. Um, it, I mean, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think. There was still, there's still one Maverick that still gives me trouble, even when I have the right weapon. I think it was um, uh, the one that, the one on the train. I'm wanting to say it was...
2: Oh, uh, Slash Beast.
0: That's who it was. I, I yeah. was thinking it was Slash Somebody. Yeah. yeah, he still gives me trouble. He still gives yeah, he's, me Yeah,
2: he's not easy and uh, I, I this actually has the the start of the dreaded uh ride chaser stages like full ride like jet stingray stage mm-hmm. in X4 and uh what's his name? Um <sighs> oh, I can't remember. Uh oh, Volt Kraken stage in X5. Mm-hmm. It's like like those two Volt Kraken stage in X5 and, and Jet Stingray stage in X4 were these ride chaser stages where you spent the entire stage on a ride chaser having to Jump and duck and not instantly die.
1: Yeah. No, no the the king the king of them all. Oh, you know I'll mention it when we get
2: to that game. Okay. So, but, <laughs> but um, yeah I X four I loved it. I mean and and it had a, it really it, it uh, extended the story really well with the mm-hmm. uh, whole you know the X and zero dynamic and and why they'd have to fight eventually and it was just yeah. it was it was great all around. I don't have any complaints about it.
1: And. Oh, no.
0: This, and I think it was the first game to kind of give a, a um, um, the word, the word, the word, the word, like, it made it a little more obvious that it was Dr. Wily who made Zero,
2: because yeah, you see his Zero like, silhouette open. at the beginning, Yeah.
0: so, yeah.
2: And I like that you it, have a completely different experience when you play through Zero. I mean, he was a close-range character, almost felt more like a fighting game. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a little, I thought the game was skewed a little much toward towards X. I mean, Zero took damage like a bitch. So yeah. <laughs> making make playing towards zero almost almost a novelty than, than an actual option because he just took so much damage.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, uh, there was let's see, there was one or two other points I wanted to touch on. One, uh, I like how in the Magma Dragoon stage you could actually take a ride armor into the battle.
2: I was going to mention that. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, magma, that was, magma, magma, magma! I was going to mention this, but Magma Dragoon happens to be my personal favorite Maverick out of all the X series. Why is that? I just he just he's awesome I hate Fair that. enough. yeah you know and, I, then the, I and then the other point
0: i wanted to touch on was was i the only person that nearly cracked up laughing during um, iris's death scene oh
2: because, of course not simply
0: because of, of zero <laughs> like, yeah
2: oh no yeah what what am i fighting for i mean that's that's one of the most classic that that itself turned into a meme on the internet yeah yeah um, and actually that's not the only meme that the X-Series has inspired there's there's that and there's also the green biker dude from the intro of X2 who dies a a heroic death no later than four seconds into the start of X2 (laughs) he became kind of a meme himself on the internet and uh, I was going to say something about X4 but uh, I guess oh yeah um, you mentioned Dustin, you mentioned Magma Dragoon Uh, we totally forgot to mention in X1 and X2 one of the two of the neatest easter eggs um, to ever, I think I think still to this day in gaming is the fact that X can get Street Fighter moves. Oh, yeah, If you do everything oh, right, X oh, oh, yeah, we forgot to
1: mention the Hadoken yeah, and the Shoryuken, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, X
2: get Shoryuken.
0: How did we miss those?
2: Yeah, oh. I, I thought about it when we were talking about the games. I just couldn't really fit it in anywhere. And then because Magma Dragoon uses those moves, I figured I'd mention them now.
1: Oh, yeah, that's why I like Magma Dragoon.
2: Yeah, he yeah. uses the Street Fighter moves. Oh. But, uh, yeah, that's all. I mean, it's about important thing to touch on before we move yes. on yeah. But, uh, yeah
1: and like uh, dr. light appeared in like a
2: reuse gi yeah thing. that was exactly very nice touch I will uh, I will say x-force final boss the alien sigma thing one of the hardest fights oh, he has two huge yeah. forms you have to damage separately oh man what a bitch
1: mm-hmm. oh. especially
2: with zero oh. yeah <laughs> that's so hard That fight was zero yeah.
1: Right. it ain't right
0: yeah I'm, I'm I'm, still twitching from it just <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: well should we move on to X5 and we shall indeed
0: yes uh, X5 I think it was supposed to be the end of the X series
2: pretty it was, much according to the story Inofone wrote and had planned out X5 was yeah. the yeah, was supposed to be the end of the series and you can tell and it yeah. was supposed
1: to go into the zero series but yeah Capcom mm-hmm. decided, let's not kill we... off this Cash Cow quite yet.
2: Yeah. yeah, we
1: like our Cash Cow.
2: And I remember back when I finished X Five for the first time. I mean, it really touched me in, in a way that that really no other Mega Man game besides maybe Zero Four has. Like the ending really, really affected me. I was like, this is really sad. Especially yeah. you know, for a Mega Man game to get this sad and this dark. I was like, wow, this this is going to stay with me for a while. And it felt like the end. I was like, well, this is the end of the X series. Like, it, this is the way it ends. It's a good ending, but it's sad. And then, of course, X6 happened, which is a mistake.
1: We're, we're, oh, but, yeah. we'll get to that later.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it felt like to, it felt to me to be the end, and, and it clearly was for Inafune. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. After uh, this, after this, didn't he leave to go do like uh, Zero and Battle Network and all that, or?
2: Yeah. So um, this was, but of course, you know, everything that had been hinted at in the in X2, X3, and X4 finally came to pass. I mean you everything was just so epic about it I mean you the, the last battles take place in the, the zero virus stages which is itself seems to be kind of a almost like a holographic representation of dr. Wiley's laboratory which tells you that, that the zero virus came from dr. Wiley yeah and and the fact that you know, you fight the yellow devil or I'm sorry the, the shadow devil yeah um, and you fight Banga from X1 again and then you fight and then X and Zero of course have their huge showdown against the backdrop of, the, of Dr. Wily's logo which I thought was so cool
0: mm-hmm. there's yeah. just
2: so many things I love about that
0: yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> and, I, and the, I do like I like one or two of the armors so that you can get in the game I think there was one of them where you could just cling on the wall and not
2: slide I think it was yeah. this game it yeah. was the guy armor yeah you could you could do yes. that and you could uh, walk on spikes
0: Yes, that was just totally
2: awesome. Yeah, too bad so it wasn't more useful. Yeah. But yeah, but the Falcon armor was pretty cool too because X could fly for short periods of time. Yep, and you actually began the game if if you if you started the game as X, you could uh, you get the fourth armor, the Force armor from X four, even if very it was a broken exactly. version of it.
0: Yeah, which is a very nice touch, and and I think. X four and X five also have a code you can put in to where you can get like either X or Zero's ultimate armor from the beginning of the game too.
2: Yeah, yeah, either either one you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, just in in, in a the, the game itself, I didn't like as much. I thought it was a little more tired, and I thought it just wasn't quite as creative and inspired as X four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was the first game where you could duck, which I guess meant counter something, but yeah, it just didn't seem to add that much and. I don't know. To, to me, X5 was more about what it did for the story, which I think it did a lot of great things for the story. Oh, yeah. Um, again, the ending, I mean, you, the, the last boss, Sigma, I mean, you get this direct hint of Dr. Wily, and I wish they had showed him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the ending, I mean, there, there were three different endings, only one of which is considered canon, of course, which is X's good ending. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just, like, it was so sad to see X and Zero, you know, sacrifice like that, to see them both blown to bits and, and you know, it's like when you beat the game with Zero, Here, his last thoughts about Iris, and I'm like, this is just, wow, this is really dark and good for a Mega Man game.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when, you know, the colony, just pretty much, no matter what you do, that, the colony causes
2: a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. when, uh, when, uh, when, Eurasia. The, uh, that's Eurasia, that's right. That's right. Which would later become important again because it would serve as ground zero for Mega Man Zero Four, or Area Zero, sorry. Yeah, and that would become uh, really important down the road. But uh, yeah, no matter what you do, I mean, S- Sigma and Dynamo crash that colony into the earth and spread the Sigma virus everywhere. So I mean, it's it's really you know it's it's really effective when the heroes actually do fail to save the world. I mean, they, they the world doesn't just get destroyed, but you know it's like a, it's almost like an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And it was a very dark game, and I mean, you know, oh, yeah, a good, could...
1: a good chunk of the human population got wiped out, along with a good chunk of, along with a nice big old crater.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, one of the reasons Final Fantasy 6 is so beloved is because it's one of the few RPGs or it's one of the few stories where the villain actually wins. Yeah, yeah. You know, the villain actually destroys the world, and uh, you know, I mean, they, they're able to regroup and save it save what's left of it but it, it's a, it's an effective plot device when the heroes can't always save the day and, and in x5 they don't
1: yeah they just clean up the mess afterwards
2: and not only Definitely. that but you know zero dies and really dies and x almost gets killed and i mean it's just a really dark game
1: yeah.
2: well zero yeah. dies quote quote unquote. yeah yeah well for like the eighth time yeah yeah. But this time it felt final and it felt appropriate. Now uh, you know, even though X6 would bring him back ridiculously, and I, ugh. But anyway, well, X5 was a very good ending to the series, the way it was supposed to be then.
1: Oh yes, oh yes. Unfortunately, that's not the end of the series. So now we get no. to go on to what is widely considered, which actually people consider tied for the worst game in the series, mm-hmm. Mega Man X6. Right. Which, getting back to what the way you said that X Five touched you in a good way, X Six touched you in a very inappropriate way. In my very guess. inappropriate. Yeah. Yes,
2: uh-huh.
1: so this this game, I, I I could I could punch Capcom for making this game.
2: Uh, it's <laughs> it's so it's so terrible in so many ways. I mean, it was obviously phoned in. I mean. It, the the turnaround time between the japanese version and the american version was like two weeks so you, you can see they babble the entire game i mean it's got some of the worst lines it's yeah i mean not only that but the gameplay is just atrocious i mean it's it's more about surviving impossible odds than it is about smart playing
0: yeah i think there was one point in one of the i think it was the first sigma stage that you have to have a certain armor or something in order to yeah. actually get through and Get to the end, and of course that leaves you with a little bit of a disadvantage against the boss too. This right, and might. not only
2: that, and not only that, but it's because of the nature of the upgrade system, where you have to get, where you get random parts from the Reploids you save. You could miss that armor entirely, forcing you to start over. Yeah, which is insane. And Fair and much. yes, and some of the and that boss at the end of that first uh, gate fortress stage, the, the, I think it's the Nightmare Mother or whatever. Yeah, I think it's the Nightmare Mother. I mean, the bosses were so badly designed. The whole game was so badly designed. Yeah.
1: Uh, the the uh, armors were broken. The The only the only good... Oh, oh my god. I was going to mention this earlier. Metal Shark. If you're talking about those... Ride Cruiser or whatever.
2: Oh, or, what the god, what worst it? stage oh. ever. Yes. Metal Shark. Oh my god, oh my god, oh
1: my god. Oh my god. I, but, yeah. Uh, well, I'm say, having, so I'm what having
2: flashbacks. Of... Oh god, yeah. Metal <laughs> Shark player or Metal Hammerhead, depending on who you ask. But, um... God, that that stage was terrible. And not only that, but Blaze Phoenix, or Blaze Heatnix. What Uh, a terrible stage. You fight the same giant ball of red ball robot thing four times.
1: hmm.
2: Like, what were they thinking? Like, what what a terrible, terrible game in so many ways. Yeah. I think... Oh, except for one thing. Except for one... There was one
1: shining point to this game. And that's the soundtrack. That's true. Yes. this game had an awesome soundtrack.
2: It definitely did. It, uh, especially what Infinity Infinity Maginian stage,
1: or the Jimmy Hart version of uh, Final Countdown.
2: Serious, right? Right. You know. Yeah. No, that was a great, um, great soundtrack. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't all bad. Besides that, I mean, you know, the, the story I thought was, if it had been translated better, I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought the way Zero came back was stupid, but. I thought the whole nightmare incident was interesting, and I thought the way they used Zero's DNA to create the nightmare virus was—I mean, it was interesting. It wasn't a terrible, terrible story.
1: Did they, um, uh, did they
2: retranslate it for the X Collection, or did they just port it, or is it just the a... Well, what's funny is that they were going to—they—they were not going to do that, but they were going to redub X4, X5, and X6, and uh, retranslate X6. And the reason they didn't was because they wanted to hold back those changes for the supposed Maverick Hunter X remakes that were—they were, were going to come. But because X one never I know. Because, because never uh, X1 or Maverick Hunter X the original never did that well, we never got the later ones and thus never got those promised uh, you know, revamps. Yeah. They were supposed to be an X collection.
0: It's like, uh <laughs> Well that sucks. Yeah. Um
2: before this this would be the second time that Dr. Wiley was hinted at kind of inhabiting the body of another Reploid, which was yeah. Isaac. Mm-hmm. And because he seemed to know zero in and out uh, his, you know, his body, and also the fact that once Isaac just kind of collapsed near the end of the game, it was referenced as kind of being similar to the Solar Racer incident from Extreme Two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's funny you can see a little effort went into X6 in, in certain places, but the game—I mean, the story was okay, but the game itself was just so badly designed. Yeah, which is too I... bad because. Oh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny because it's like. I'm I'm listening to all this and I know it's true, but it's like my mind has I guess has a mental block on it. Mm-hmm. I guess it's one of those things that was so horrible that your mind has to like block it out before yeah you know, you actually actually just go insane and start shooting up people. <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> I mean I mean I, I got to the end of the game just to see what happened because I'm I'm a fan, but it was hard and uh it was. A, it's a shame too because I thought the armors are actually some of the some of the more interesting ones. I, I love the shadow armor, oh, and yeah. I really love the blade armor. I mean, the idea. I did like that the X had zero saber It was very poignant. It it, it extended perfectly from X 5s canon ending. I mean, I like that. But it's just oh, the game around it was so bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, these also the most broken of the armors in
2: any of the games. I must say, easily, absolutely. I mean, yeah. just. But as you said, Dustin, the music was fantastic, and I like the, uh, the J-pop uh, ending theme called IDEA, and I still have that on my on my MP3 playlist because it's a song I still really like.
0: Uh, I think I like the Final Battle music for this one because it was kind of a throwback to some of the older ones with a little bit of remix. Yeah. I like how they kind of syn- linked them up and everything. I like but that of too. Course, of course, wasn't it this one that had Sigma this all this random... This like
2: or something Well, I was going like to that. say, that's, that was one of the things I liked, because Zombie Sigma, or at least the first four, well, actually, the, the Sigma in general, I did like that they realistically portrayed him as not having come back fully, because it would only been the three weeks after X5. Yeah. So I, I liked that it, that it it was realistic in the fact that, well, Sigma's actually a mess. He's, he's a broken-down mess, and he's not fully ready to fight again. And I, I did like that. Yeah. But it, but it also just kind of reminded me of the game in general. It's just a broken mess, not ready to be released. Or maybe it shouldn't have been released.
1: Yeah. No, it, it shouldn't have been, but you know, what's done is done.
2: Yes. I will say, though, before we move on to X7, that I do not consider X6 to be the very wor- worst game in the series.
1: No, no, we're coming to that
2: right now. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Which is, so. as I said, this is pretty much considered, in the minds of most, tied for the worst Mega Man X game, period. Mega right. Man X Seven, which was its first leap to the next gen systems of the PlayStation Two.
2: Yes, Mega Man X Seven. Who could forget that one? Yeah. From what I, I understand, could, I tried to incorporate to.
0: some. Uh, from what I understand, i tried to o- incorporate some three D elements into
2: it as well. Oh, of course, because three D is the new big thing, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we had some three D Mega Man games already, and they were pretty good. So we'll be getting yeah. to that in another podcast.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. But but 3D should not be shoehorned into a series where it does not belong. And the Mega Man X series is definitely <laughs> one where it does not belong. And X7, the, the only reason I consider X7 to be actually worse than X6 is because as bad as X6 was, at least it was still the classic 2D gameplay. You still had that to fall back on. It was still, you know, as bad as it was, it was still 2D. It was still Mega Man. And mm-hmm. X7, even the 2D parts were broken. And the 3D parts were an absolute just sin yeah. against game-making. Mm. Um, I can't say anything good about X7. I really can't.
1: Oh, it introduced a new character to the series, which was Axel. That's
2: true. Axel, yeah. I mean, and he actually ended up, I, I couldn't stand him in X7. I thought he was completely unnecessary, but X8, I, I will admit, made him a relevant character. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Axel now. But but uh, yeah, at, at the time, though, x7 didn't do anything right in my
0: opinion yeah i think you Now, i have managed to at least listen to the soundtracks for the games i've not played so as far as soundtrack goes there are a few memor- there are a couple of memorable tunes from x7 really that i like
2: oh okay um, well you're right and there are, there are
0: and it's basically <laughs> the japanese and the opening themes opening credits code crash yeah yeah from the japanese and then the one the instrumental they did for the american one i thought was pretty nice too
2: yeah, I like I like those songs, and I also I will say that I liked Red's theme, like when you uh, when you fight Red, uh, that was a cool battle theme, and I also really liked the both battle themes for Sigma at yeah. the end of the game. They were very epic, um, and I will say they're both yeah I'll, I'll give those credit. But I mean, you know, I mean the the fact that you don't even you can't even play as X at the beginning of the game. I mean, I will, it was it was for a good story reason. I, I do I, I appreciate that they finally said you know what X hates fighting. Let's make him not fight. You know he's gonna he's he's gonna you know, put his money where his mouth is, and he's actually ne- he's gonna retire from the front line. That was a good character move for him, but the fact that you couldn't play as a title character really brought me the wrong way. So I guess they couldn't have won either way. Yeah. Yeah. But but once you got him though, it's funny how badly balanced the game was because X was so overpowered in X7 that there is mm-hmm. no reason to ever go back to using Zero or Axel once you got him.
1: Which is sad.
2: <laughs> yeah. It really. I mean, it is because they're both they're all supposed to be pretty powerful
0: yeah i did hear a little bit of the voice acting in the game like some of the clips that oh. they put out there
2: mm-hmm. i uh, think they
0: could have done zero a lot better
2: they could have honestly. done everyone a lot better X was bad yeah. too
0: yeah
2: it's, i unfortunately and, and did won not won get to x8. hear that oh, okay yeah no X was pretty bad too and and they finally did nail everyone in x8 as, as i said in my opinion but um yeah god i mean not even the not even the bosses are memorable i mean tornado tonyan really yeah, you know, I mean, you had a giant onion as boss. Like, is that really what it's coming to?
1: Yeah, pretty
2: much. <laughs> Ride Borsky. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, this is it sounds like a Russian bear. Yeah, it does. Uh, can we? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, can we move on? Because I think we pretty much bashed this game just enough. Or unless, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll leave the poor thing alone for now.
1: Yeah, All right. let's, let's stop beating the dead horse. Let's move on
2: into X Eight, which kind let's... of redeemed the next gen a completely impossible uh scenario i mean i think everyone thought the x series was done and tired and a dead horse by that point but x8 was a great game
0: and from what i understand you could also switch out between the main three characters and i think their uh support units for lack of a better term at the moment
2: like uh, well i think it's you know you the navigators?
0: yes thank you
2: yeah, well, they they were secret characters. You had to you had to buy them at the end of the game with like for ridiculous amounts of credits. But yeah, you could get Alia, Lair, and Palette. Oh, and okay. that was that was very cool. Like, yeah, you could show it. It like X Eight had a had a degree of uh, effort put into it. I thought that really hadn't I hadn't seen since X Four. Wow, you could tell they really tried. And you, you could get all sorts of weapons for Zero. X had two full sets of armors. Um, you know, Axel had a whole other arm, whole another armor that he had. Like, you know, it was. It was a great game. I mean, there's a lot to it. it. It encouraged multiple replays. The story was interesting. Sigma, for once, was not the final boss. Yeah. Sigma actually dies in X-8.
1: Yeah, this is the end of Sigma.
2: Yeah, which uh, I remember I, I watched that trailer for the E3 trailer for X-8 over and over again where where uh, Lumine says, you know, Sigma won't be coming back. And I'm like, holy shit, it's actually happening. This is pretty cool.
1: About damn time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything was well. I mean, it wasn't not everything was good about it. They had two 3D stages in the game, both of which were terrible. Oh, okay. uh, it was a- Avalanche Yeti stage and uh, Gigabolt Giga Manowar.
1: Well, I, you can't. Well, the thing is, Sony was kind of on a big. Everything must be 3D on the PlayStation Two.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I, I was happy with X Eight. You know, they, they got Ocean Group do the voice acting, which is uh, they they finally nailed all the characters. I thought. Let's hope it um, stays that way. But and uh, yeah, you know, I I and X Eight ended on a huge cliffhanger, so I'm really hoping that X Nine happens at some point because I mean, X Eight, as anyone who's played it will know, ends with Axel uh, Axel's head crystal getting smashed by Lumine, which means he could have been infected by yeah. the uh, virus, by the Maverick virus. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, and I, th- I think that's really interesting. I mean, Axel is one of the new generation Reploids. It, it would it would seem to me that it's very possible for him to become another Lumine, especially after that happening. So I would think, I actually think an X9 where Axel becomes, you know, an unwilling enemy would be really effective.
1: Hmm. But Well, we'll see how that, right, right now the X series is kind of in a...
2: In stasis. Yeah. I think Unifone has has uh, confirmed though that that it's it, it isn't ended. He it hasn't finished the way that he wants it to finish. I guess even though they went behind his back and made more, so he said it it is in stasis It's just not it's not dead. It's not finished.
1: So we yeah. have one more sidetrack to go to on the X series, right? Which is to the yep. GameCube
2: and mm-hmm. with and, and uh, PS2,
1: oh the PS2 yeah. with uh, Mega Man X Command Mission, yes, which is an RPG of all things. Yeah, it's
0: yep. 3D RPG. Yep. Which I thought they pulled it off really well to be honest with you. As t- in terms of like RPGs and combining that with Mega Man, I didn't think it would work out as well as I thought it did. It I don't I'm not sure if it's the best or not, but could have been a lot worse, but there probably could have been some improvements. I think uh, I like the fact that you could attack up to three different times in one turn especially with big bosses where, you know, just one attack per turn would probably take a while. And I like how they integrated the normal formula of being able to fight the main bosses throughout the game at the end the way they did, which I, I thought was kind of interesting.
2: I I, th- I think it was done... I think I think parts were done really well. I just thought other parts were kind of average. I, I did love the, the character designs. I love what they did with X. I thought that I thought X's armor was badass I loved his like energy scarf trail type thing um, that was nice. and and I and I love the X fan in me loves that he was you know made the most powerful character in the game but again yeah. that's just the x fan in me but um, I didn't like the story I thought the story was really average I mean especially when you have What is it you have the resistance and then you have the uh, like the, the resistance and the uh, something else that sounded way too similar so it's really easy to get, him, get the two confused. But I, I mean, I know it took place after X8 and he had, you know, these original villains. But, you know, there's no mention made of the events in X8 at all. Yeah. I know it takes place in 22XX, so it could be 100 years later. But I would like to know how they got there and what happened to Axel to, for Axel to be totally OK.
0: Yeah, that, so, that would be a good thing to know for me.
2: Yeah. I just, I think, I think the part that killed it for me was the story and the battle system. While well, I appreciated what it, what it was and what it tried to be, I didn't think it was all that fun. And I actually never finished command mission because I just couldn't hack it anymore. The battles were too slow for me. Yeah. And I don't think I made it. There's like some desert area near, near the end of the game where I never made it pass. I was like, I'm just, I'm done. And I can't yeah, I do
0: made it. I made it past there and I made it to the end. And then, and like right towards the end of the game, you find out that one of the characters that you actually pick up along the way turns out to be. You know the main villain,
2: right? No, I read game. up on it. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. General General Redditch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he ends up being. Yeah, and I just I don't know I just didn't care after I didn't think it was a bad game I just didn't think it was particularly good. Yeah, but you know, obviously, different people got more mileage out of it, like you. I mean, and it's just oh, yeah. good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad game by any means. It was, just I...
1: it was average.
0: Yeah. yeah, I do like how on the GameCube version you could hook up the. Game Boy Advance to it and have a little treasure radar map there, which is right. kind of a, kind of an interesting touch.
1: And on right, the and PS2 the, get, gave you the Mega Man X8 demo. Yeah. Ah.
2: Yeah, which is why I got the. I, I think I ended up getting the. I got the GameCube version because I, I think it actually had a little better audio visuals too. I think it looked slightly better than. Yeah. Oh, no, I was saying, no, I got the PS2 version because I wanted the X8 demo. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the X8 demo.
1: Yeah, I would do it. And I think what they did with uh,
0: Zero's voice actor sounded a lot better. wasn't too deep, not too high-pitched. I think it was just right.
2: Same guy who did him in X8. He was fantastic.
0: Yeah. And I loved, you know, this is another one of those where I typically loved. I like all the music, but there was one or two where I really loved the most. And one of the ones I loved the most was Zero's theme from Command
2: Mission. Okay. I don't remember much of the music. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't remember much of the Command Mission's music, but I'll take your word on it.
1: Yeah. I really have not much to say about this. Cause I, I this is past. I, I, I hadn't had much. To, I hadn't played this at all. Uh uh-huh. so, sort of a I've been wanting to, but haven't had a chance. So oh, well. uh,
0: I kind of kind of want to go through it again at some point because you know I got got time on my hands. And, <laughs> but, um right. And I also wanted to note that you can play i think up to six or seven characters and you can switch them out in the middle of battle at the same time but Right, which kind of reminds me of the characters yeah which unfortunately you couldn't switch out a character that had been knocked out, out. At least not right, what course. I remember right so it was kind of but
2: oh well oh i, I well. think you i think you pretty much had to have cinnamon on your team because she was like the, the healer so you had to pretty much if you had any hope of finishing the game you had to have cinnamon with you yes <laughs> I, I will give the game credit though you know it's, it's pretty hard I mean it's even for an RPG veteran it's a pretty hard game and you have to use the characters you know for what they're good with I mean I mean you Mia Marno is really quick she got several turns she could steal I mean he had to use her in certain situations he had to use themos uh, tank uh, characteristics in certain battles. Um, you know, I mean, you had to really make smart use of the characters, I think, I think pretty much X and Cinnamon were mainstays, but you had to switch out other characters as the situations arose. Yeah.
0: And there were still a few other secrets you could find, like, there were some secret bosses that you could find after you beat the game, and then you can find X's and, and Zero's ultimate armors throughout the game. Which, Which are really I cool admit, them, I loved... Too. Oh, Yeah. Which I admit, I loved X's ultimate armor. When you, oh, yeah. you know, pull up the special ability for it, you just sit there and you just wail away on somebody. He
2: became a tank, right? Like a, like a huge machine. Oh yeah, kind
1: of like yeah, a, no, I love that. Kind of like that. Kind of like a Mega Man's special attack out of uh, Marvel vs. Capcom too.
2: Uh yeah, kind of like that. Even though I'd say that was just Mega Man, but yeah, like but I think the the version in X just gets even cooler.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And the thing I loved about Zero was, you know, his special move—you put in all these different Street Fighter moves, and he does all these. And however many you can get in there is how many he'll do. And and if you're very fast, you could probably drain half a boss's health or whatever, (laughs) Right. if he's strong enough, obviously. But
2: yeah, no, I I will say that that, you know, as as much as I wish the series had really had ended at X5, I do like that X7, 8, and Command Mission eventually came back and kind of. Kind of brought back the focus on X again. That's the X fan of me speaking, but that 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 part made made me happy. And and they all the games really skewed towards X too in terms of power, which also made me the fanboy and me happy. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I I am an unapologetic fanboy, and I admit it.
1: Well, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna go on. We're gonna keep going, and we're going to move on to the next series of games. Which you, being an X fan, you're probably up to. <laughs> this is gonna be a little bit this is the uh, sort of the evolution that Inafune was trying to go for was he was trying to go to this series after x five so right which and is don't get
2: the, me wrong no i love the, yeah well, go which ahead. is
1: the mega man zero series which is yeah. which was a, ah, which was until recently exclusively on the game boy advance right though they are releasing a collection for the d s right ah but
0: still nintendo um Uh, exclusive, as far as I know. Unless they're going to release it on the PSP as well.
2: I don't think so. That would be really cool, Uh, though. I would love to see some remakes of the PSP.
0: That would be an interesting take. Yeah. And I seem to remember the first Zero game being... A lot of people were saying it was probably one of the toughest Mega Man games out there.
2: It was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, yes, it definitely was. And I can definitely agree with that, because I played it, and I think I think that's part of the reason why my hair is my yeah. I think that's part of the reason why my hairline is back as far as it is. Yeah. Because of that one game alone.
2: <laughs> yeah. That no shark. Um, no, you know, don't yeah, I mean I I am definitely an X fan, but I do love the Zero series and I like Zero himself too, and, and I love his design in this series. I love the art style of the series, I love the feel of it. It's very dark, very kind of a, a apocalyptic future. The you know, the the Zero series has one of the best overall stories in the entire Mega Man series. Absolutely, yeah, fantastic. It one and maybe the best ending in the entire Mega Man series, for a for a particular series in, in my opinion. And um, and Zero One, I mean, got started. I, I think it was the worst of the four games for mm-hmm. sure. But they were also learning what they were going to do with it at the time. So and, a little, and, so uh, a little
1: forgiveness is in order.
2: Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. And it wasn't a bad game by any means. It was just it was you know next to the other three I thought it was it was the worst, but. You know, it's, a, it's a no bad F- Mega Man game is still no, uh, actually not. Oh, no. And, a, and a bad Mega Man game is still, you know, or an average Mega Man game is still a great platforming game by any other measure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was balls hard, as you said. Oh yeah,
0: this game was. I your remember. Ass. I actually, I actually managed to be able to play the Japanese version before mm-hmm. the American version, so I got to see some of the differences. Like the Japanese version had a lot more blood. Yeah, it did. You know, especially you know, you slash blood. Oh, I did like the fact that they let, kept the bosses splitting in two when you beat them with the Z-Saber.
2: Yeah, I like that, so too. I it was
0: nice touch. It was like, yay!
2: <laughs> yeah, I played the Japanese version via emulator before the US release because I was just so obsessed to see what happened to X because I couldn't figure, I couldn't find it on any forums. I didn't I really want to spoil myself. I was like, what's happened to X? What, where's X? What's going on? And yeah. uh, so I had to play the Japanese version, and of course I eventually found out. But, but uh, yeah, no. Zero was a great game. I mean, it was hard. It was... You know, I like the different weapons you have. The... The... Uh, what? The... the yeah, Buster the, Shot, the Z Saber, and the Triple Rod. And the Shield Boomerang. And, yes. um... Yeah, I mean, it, it's just... A, it's a good game. But you only had one life, and... It was just... It, it was just not very well balanced, I thought.
1: Oh, you had God. one life, but you had lots of continues.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And, and I... Oh, get some
1: ahead. RPG elements too. You know, where you get to level up your weapons.
2: Right, mm-hmm. and I like that as you use them more. And uh, I li- and it introduced some of the coolest characters in the whole Man series. I thought, which was the Guardians, or oh, Copy yeah. X's Guardians, so Harpuya, Feftni, or Leviathan, and Shadow. Mm-hmm. And Phantom. or sorry, Phantom, Phantom, not Shadow. Um, yeah. They were what great characters.
0: Yes. And then this one, you know, not only did it introduce them, but three only three of them actually survived after they battled zero a couple of times right i think it was phantom he like actually did de- you know he got destroyed
2: yeah no, he goes but I for, think uh, he came back later, later didn't he he came back as a as a as a ghost in cyberspace in, in zero three ah uh, um
1: we're skipping ahead a bit
2: yeah, yeah. but um but <laughs> i i love the final boss in in uh zero one i I don't think they really could have done anything more climatic. I mean, obviously the real X is is a cyber elf or a spirit by this point, but the fact that you've got this Copy X who kind of twisted the original X's ideals and and became power hungry—I mean, nothing cooler could have happened.
0: Yeah.
2: And and I love that even one of my favorite lines at the end of the game after Zero beats Copy X, which is uh, Zero's like, you know, I I may not remember, I may have amnesia, but my body seems to remember that the that the real X was stronger than you are. And I mean, just the fanboy in me. For, the, for both characters. I'm just like, how cool is this paradigm shift here?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That Zero had to come back from 100 years of sleep and fight an evil, twisted version of his best friend.
1: That's, yeah. yeah, that sucks. Right. Uh, but
2: as we I love Zero series oh, yes, for, oh, yes. for many reasons.
1: Mm-hmm. And now we're moving on to the next series. Next yeah, which, game is yep. uh, X2, Z- Zero 2. Zero 2. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Zero I mean, two. I'm getting, getting
2: a <laughs> <looking> puzzled. <laughs>
0: yeah which the ending of zero one leads right into the beginning of zero two
2: yeah with zero which, wandering desert
0: yep which again i think i mentioned it last week you know touches like that always oh are, and i always consider good. what
1: and like the pause screen was like a broken version of the first games
0: mm-hmm. mm, and then yeah, you was get really back cool. to the base and then you're fixed and hey different pause screen
2: yeah yeah, well, one thing we, we failed to mention in Zero One or, uh, was the introduction of, of a really important character that I really thought was very well-rounded uh, rounded in the end, which was CL and her oh, relationship yes. with Zero.
1: And we also forgot to mention the whole Cyber Elf. Oh,
2: well, well, yeah. just the fact that, yeah, Cyber Elf upgrades, yeah, which I actually didn't, I wasn't crazy about them as an upgrade system. but Because they, they punished you. Yeah, yeah, it
1: did.
2: <laughs> it did it was, punish uh. you. The Zero series in general seemed to be about punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, punishing gameplay, very hard.
1: Punishing Ooh, yeah. gameplay, punishing story. It, yeah, it 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 pulled no punches. Yeah,
2: I thought Zero Two was a much better game overall <laughs> than Zero. Oh yeah, Man. It, it was more focused. It seemed like they they knew what they wanted to do with it more, and they they had kind of a a you know just a purpose. Mm-hmm. They gave it more it. lives. Yeah.
0: And it it retained a little bit more of the original, you know, choose your boss feel, you know, throughout points of the game. Where you can actually just choose and it'll automatically teleport you there instead of in zero one where you choose the mission and then you have to go and get to it. I think they pretty much put you there, but you can still walk around and everything and pretty much explore the entire game without having to go on a mission.
2: Right. And the um, you know the, the story had some really good natural progression with the whole political war between the uh, the Neo Arcadia and the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember my first time playing through it when I was younger. I had the hardest time figuring out whether Piso was supposed to be a guy or a girl. Yeah, it was like he <laughs> was <yeah>. so nebulous. <laughs> like El Piso, what the hell is he supposed to be? Of course, he's a guy. But yeah. uh, interesting villain there. I, I like how he you know was just so obsessed with. Uh, you know, trying to trying to do the right thing for the Reploids, that he became kind of lost in his own desire for power to do the right thing. But he never was he never was trying to do the wrong thing. Right. He was never trying. He, ne- he never wanted just to rule everything or, or just destroy everything. He really wanted to do the best what he thought was best for the Reploids. Mm-hmm. Which of course only like, es- escalated the war. But um, yeah. I bet it's hard for me to forgive him too much because he's responsible for what I considered to be the cardinal sin of the entire series, which is he destroys X's body near the end of the game. Oh, to release yeah. the uh, dark elf Which pissed me the hell off It was the hardest thing to, to watch being an X-Fan But oh, it was also very very uh, effective Story wise for Zero to have to stand there and watch Yeah it was like ah. Yeah, Ooh. I wanted to reach
0: into the game And beat his
2: whatever He's
0: got his head out was like, ah. I
2: know that, that that pissed me off But it also uh, shed more light on the whole uh, Elf wars and the fact that Once Zero went to st- in stasis X was the one who finally ended the maverick wars Which I liked I thought that was a neat touch and uh, and of course, it set up the whole mother elf or or dark elf uh, arc four zero three and four.
1: And you think if they do an X nine, they might it might actually go into the L four
2: or? I really hope so. They they need to. I think that's probably what they're. I think they're kind of sitting and waiting to see what they can do because they they have this whole chunk of his of timeline that they haven't even touched on yeah. that they've alluded to, but they haven't made any games about. So I think they could easily do that with X nine. Um, oh. But, yeah, Zero-Two, I liked it.
0: Yeah, I think and Zero-Two, they also made a change in the weapons from the triple rod to... Oh, it's been so long since I played it that was
2: one. was the uh, recoil rod. Yeah. Yeah. Not a huge difference, but enough of a difference.
1: Couldn't you yeah. use it as, like, a pogo stick?
2: Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. And they also incorporated form changes for the first time in the series. So Zero's armor could change color, and he could have different characteristics depending on which one... He was using, yeah. I remember the blue, the blue one, of course, made his Buster stronger, so that was funny.
0: <laughs>
2: and uh, yeah, there were plenty of different forms he could use. Yeah. And I think this was the first one to also incorporate the EX moves. So if you if you got a good enough rank against the boss, you got their special attack.
1: Which I never liked that how they did that. You know, that just that seems kind of bad to punish to to punish people who can't play by taking away moves you know yeah i, I was never crazy about <laughs> it either
2: because I, I never really wanted to replay the games enough to get perfect enough at them to see those moves so i was like eh, i agree with you
1: oh well yeah it's it's a gripe man and yeah let's with that let's move on to the next game which is zero three
0: mm-hmm. right now I, I remember the opening for this one. It's been a long time since I've been through this. I remember a few things about it. I remember uh, introduced Doctor Whale, mm-hmm.
1: which is which, which became who became a major moving force in the whole Mega Man series.
2: Huge, yeah. And actually, it was the end of Zero Two to introduce Doctor Whale and a brilliant cliffhanger ending. Yeah, which is really cool.
0: And I remember the opening where I think it was I think it was X three. They were going somewhere like through a snowstorm or something. Mm-hmm. And Zero was just like he's leading everybody, and I think it was CL or somebody who was sitting there complaining about the weather. And Zero's like, "You know what? Let's shut up and get this done," or something yeah. like that. Just like kind of rude. I thought it was kind of funny.
2: Yeah, like... well, I liked. I liked how I, I really liked the character development between Zero and CL. I liked how they pretty much became like the surrogate mother and father to the Reploid Resistance. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and it was an interesting paradigm too, because you, you, even for a Mega Man series i mean the story was really mature and dealt with you know well can a reploid or zero is not technically a reploid but can a non-human you know cyborg and a human fall in love because that's obviously where it was going cl was mm. clearly in love with zero oh yeah and and i think you know zero felt the same way as much as he could but at the same time he was always more focused on keeping her safe
0: mm-hmm.
2: than than being in love but that, that I, I liked how they were kind of the surrogate mother and father and like you said, CO was always kind of worried and then and, and Zero was like, let's just shut up and get this done. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yes. <laughs> um, and I remember I was I was probably just checking out all sorts of message boards and stuff for any, any scuttlebutt I could get on Zero 3 because the story, of course, had Omega and it had Dr. Whale and I was like, what does, what is, what does this all mean? Is it, is it coming back to reference some classic series stuff, some X-series stuff? Was Dr. Wiley sounded Doctor whale sounded a little too much like Doctor Wiley for my yeah. for my uh, liking at the time.
0: Oh yeah, and especially since the fact that he isn't he's got it's like a human head and a machine body. Yeah. And it doesn't help that he looks like somebody who could possibly be either related to Doctor Wiley or Doctor Wiley himself.
2: Right. And <laughs> in the awesome. end, of course, he wasn't, but um, yeah. he, he he was a great villain, one of the worst, most hateful villains. He makes
1: who makes Wiley look like Doctor Light.
2: He really does. <laughs> I mean, what, a, yeah. what a bad guy. I mean, the, the, the stuff he does try to subjugate both humans and Reploids.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and uh, let's see, this is also, this also kind of like had like uh, the secret disc thing going on with like, yeah, and imp- kind of like the CD database back in uh, Mega Man and Bass, which was base.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zero Three 3 overall, because of all these reasons, was my favorite game in the series. I, th- I thought the gameplay was the most refined. It had some really neat uh roles for the Guardians. Um, you know, they, they brought back copy X in a really tragic way to just to, to show that Dr. Whale was really just using him as a puppet this time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I thought that was kind of sad. And and I and X's interplay was zero, the real X's interplay of zero it was the best I thought it ever got in Zero Three.
1: And this was yeah. also this also had like the cyberspace areas where you could, which is basically the game's easy mode.
2: Right. This is also where Shout Out for Phantom came back. Yeah. For an yeah. encore fight, um, and it, I, we should probably mention the final boss. I mean, one of the one of the most important reveals in the history of the Mega Man story was Omega, and the fact that he was using Zero's original body. It was yeah. a base, <laughs> obviously. Huh?
1: Omega was using Zero's original body as a base, and just kind of built on it from there. Right, like but I mean, but just the beast. fact that he
2: was using his original body. Well, I'm talking about in the, in the very final battle, when the two, the two Zeros fight. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. The copy body and the original body. You know, the Zero, even though it's the real Zero, his consciousness, he has to fight his original body. And I thought, I wish they had made it the, the armor or his look from the original X series, which would have done a very nice job of explaining why he looks different.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought the same thing when I got there. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It, it, that doesn't look anything like it from Mega Man X.
2: Yeah. And I thought that would have been really cool I mean obviously it was just an art style change but well, what a great reveal the fact that you know that's what happened to Zero's original body and it was just a, it was a cool thing and then the whole running theme of like you know it's not the body that matters but it's the heart yeah I mean Zero 3 was awesome for a lot of reasons I mean you know it's this is the, the one where X finally gets to rest after everything yeah X finally rests at least until the ZX series I guess
1: oh yeah but we'll get to that later yeah and speaking of late, here's Mega Man X. Here's Megaman Zero Four. The Great. end, of, and we're already at the end of the series. What do you know? Yeah, this is a short one.
2: It is. Very short. It, everything becomes zero. I think was the tagline for Zero Four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I will admit I have yet to play this game.
2: I, oh, that all is I
0: know is Doctor Whale gets back. And pretty much, you know, again, the fate of the world
1: is you know oh we're gonna spoil the hell here. out of this i hate to tell you
0: oh that's fine i think i think didn't zero like either die or is presumed dead or something but no, there ain't no
1: presumption
2: He's yeah I, okay. I hate to i hate to spoil this ending for you because it was it's probably the best ending in the series in my opinion oh yeah it was, oh yes i mean wh- one of the few examples of megaman series having a beginning middle and, and a true end and it was just such a fitting poignant end too This is where Area Zero from or uh, the Eurasia Crash becomes important again from X Five because it's the one place where uh, vegetation and nature has started to grow again after the world was devastated during the Eurasia Crash and and all the wars since.
1: And Dr. Balls like, nope, 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 I don't want that to happen. Let's go kill Mm -hmm. everything.
2: Yeah, Doctor Whale wants to use the destruction of Area Zero and its nature as a symbol to you know kind of snuff out the people's hope and and, uh, you know, make sure they know that he's reigned supreme. And so yeah. they're trying to protect Area Zero. Um, and they have to course, Zero has to go up in uh, space because Whale's in a space station. He's going to... Uh, Operation Ragnarok. He's going to destroy it with a giant laser. And Zero... Uh, and a giant Zero, frickin' laser. A giant freaking laser. And the last battle with Dr. Whale takes place in space. And the, the ending that, that results from that is so good.
1: Oh, it's it is... It's, it's... E- 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 um, I hate that so
2: spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I hate to too. Maybe you should cover your ears because I hate nah. too. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll
1: be all right. <laughs> I'm definitely if I'm, I'm definitely putting the, the spoiler disclaimer at the beginning of this episode.
2: Yeah. yeah. And and you know people people kind of. You know, casual Mega Man fans or non-fans kind of scoff when you talk about Mega Man having a good story, but the Zero series and the End of the X series proves that it that it can and not only be a good story, but an emotionally effective one at that. Oh yeah. I, uh,
1: when they know, gi- when they give a crap, it's good.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, CL kind of looking up at the sky at the end and, and talking about, you know, well, hoping that Zero comes back and everything that he taught her, and of course you're hoping that he somehow survived the space station crash. And then the it, last episode or the last scene is the new, the new dawn and the, you know, the, the sunrise on, on zero's shattered helmet in the sand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, That's just, that was like a kick in the balls to me. I was like, Oh, that ain't right. Yeah. Because it, because it really brought to me, it kind of brought it all full circle. I mean, X and zero really were the ones who saved the world, even if it was in different centuries. They both did their part, and and they both pay the ultimate sacrifice. It was just it really brought everything full circle,
1: and kind of until we get to well, it brought things full circle. But it, once again, things get, that life moves on. Yeah, things change, and we get and we get on. funny? And then there's oh. a new series that come along that continues the story.
2: Right, you know what's funny though is that we, we we spent so much time talking about how good the story was, we didn't even mention the game itself, which was also very good. Oh yes, yeah. Zero Four had the the Z knuckle, which is really cool in that you could um you could equip it, and Zero would literally rip body parts off of his enemies, which is not only badass, but it was cool because you could literally make a weapon out of any enemy that you yeah.
1: find. Yeah, and and this you had to use it to get to certain places. Yeah, to get certain items like. There was this. Uh, there was this. A couple of enemies that had propellers, and you literally ripped the propeller off of them. And yeah,
2: it, it was up. really badass. <laughs> and uh, it also introduced two short-lived but important characters: in Craft and Nage, the journalist, the human. Craft you know, the Reploid and the Nage the human journalist who were in love, and, and which speaks more to you know the, what Zero and CL and their relationship too. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Gomer, you should definitely play it if, if, if we have. Oh yeah, if we haven't. <laughs>
1: Convinced you yet? You should definitely play. Oh it. yes, in fact, you might as well wait. for the uh, DS collection to come out. And you...
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I think definitely going to save up for it. June something, yeah. Zero collection comes out pretty soon though.
1: All oh, right.
2: So yeah, I think we we pretty much t- touched on the X series and Zero series pretty well.
1: Oh yes, right. oh yes, We definitely got a nice. And hey, we we're actually coming in about what we did last time.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yep. So. well cool yes so
1: cool. next time we'll be covering the ZX games the right. Legends games and other mis- mega miscellanea uh, is there anything y- like y'all are watching playing reading that y'all want to mention real- just real quick before we end this
0: uh, um, me I'm still I'm still working on my uh, Willow review actually uh, playing through that nice and Another, actually, incidentally, another game that was made by Capcom. Nice. Which they did really well, and I will say this, they did introduce something that would eventually be introduced into the Zelda series, and that's the uh, sword mechanic, where you know you can either hold still and swing your sword, and it'll swing out in a slash, or you can hold a direction and your character will stab. Oh, nice. Which, which I, thought, I, I thought that was an interesting thing. Um, and yes, it was a little bit based on the movie actually and I actually watched the movie last night and I realized wow that is freaking dark
2: And have in the movie. first
0: 5 minutes Oh my
2: god huh? you've never seen Willow I've never seen I've never seen Willow
0: Ah huh? You must go see it Yes <laughs>
2: I've heard I've heard it's good You must
0: Yes you must go see Willow I must play Mega Man Zero 04 Yes if you, if, uh, Dude,
1: I'm almost positive they have it on Netflix stream
2: i don't i don't have netflix sadly but i but i can probably i have i there's a red box i mean they might have well they wouldn't have in a red box but
1: um i'm sure some i'm sure some i'm sure some friend of yours might have it oh
2: i'm sure yeah definitely
0: somebody's bound to have it somewhere um my parents so
2: nice well speaking of capcom i'm playing final fight double impact right now on xbox live arcade uh, a good oh. old Final Fight and Magic Sword um, arcade perfect conversion of each online play is pretty fun um, and uh, I'm actually going to try to start replaying Super Mario Galaxy in preparation for Galaxy 2 which is probably my most anticipated game of the year awesome so I'm uh, that's kind of what I'm working on right now and uh, I'm in the middle of a terrible terrible two week drought of Lost there's no new Lost next week so oh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going through withdrawal <laughs> well but, um, yeah oh well so oh, you can uh, fill it with uh,
1: you can fill the hole with a Glee episode I guess
2: exactly yeah Glee will be on next week so yep there you That'll go cool. yeah
1: well, I figured and well I'm pretty much up to the same old stuff that I'm used to so not much here fair
2: enough
1: alright well guys it's been fun oh yes oh yes and yes it's been, very, this it's been a lot out, of fun this is turning out to be an epic endeavor
2: it is indeed yes
1: <laughs> All right, well, this has been episode 29 of the Legendary Frogcast in what looks to be a four-part Mega Man series. <laughs> I'm sure Joey's <laughs> going to be wondering about that, but oh, well.
2: Uh, I am Dustin Watts. I'm Ash Paulson.
1: I am Gomer the Ranting Despian.
2: <laughs> and we will see
1: you next time, which, oh, man. Good night. Good night, guys. No.